0: Sunday, May 28th, 2023. You are listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. This episode will be discussing an isolated heat wave developing on the eastern portions of Iowa, western portions of Illinois. For the first time this year, this week, as temperatures soar into the 90s. Also, a widespread heat wave affecting areas in Canada. This is all part of a widespread, very, very warm air mass across the entire Midwest. It just might not be quite warm enough to make it into the heat wave category officially, but it will be very close. We have a very fascinating weather map this week, and a person could really spend hours just looking at it, and there's not much time, so this is just going to be a start. Uh, maybe there'll be another podcast, another episode given later on to continue what's going on here in the Midwest. We have temperatures are really going to go way, way up this week in places such all over the place, really in the Midwest, the middle part of the country. I should say the middle part of the North American continent because it's not just the United States. These warm temperatures are going all the way up into Canada. In fact, as we speak, temperatures are 88 or very close to 88 degrees in Winnipeg, Canada right now. Temperatures going into the mid to upper 80s, way up into the upper latitudes. 56 degrees north latitude, even further north than that. This whole week, temperatures and the dew points are also going to go up. Finally, by Thursday, the dew points will go up even up north in Canada. Even before then, you'll see dew points going up mainly in Canada, actually. That's really where the dew points start to go up. We're going to be seeing very dry air here in the Midwest, and that's going to be responsible for very strong efficiency in heating up those temperatures. Dry grounds, temperatures going well into the 90s. Several days, for at least four consecutive days of temperatures in the 90s. For people who live on the Illinois-Iowa border, temperatures going into the mid-90s. It's an interesting situation. We have the European computer model showing st- uh, solid 90s starting Tuesday already for those areas. The GFS, the National Weather Service model, is not showing anything even close to that. But all forecasters are going, well, at least the ones that I saw, are going with the European computer model temperatures going well into the 90s many locations will be seen close to record heat, and not quite record we have the st. Louis area but for st. Louis it's just almost a classic situation it's above normal normal highs are in the low 80s this time of the year but temperatures going into the upper 80s there will be a little bit more humidity over there just a little bit and that's gonna keep those temperatures down there also might be some clouds you know there's a tropical storm That is a storm system that might become tropical for a short period of time off the east coast. And that's going to spread lots of clouds and rain to the mid-Atlantic area, keeping those temperatures down. What's very unique about this weather map and the setup for this week's heat is that the winds are not going to be out of the southwest. The winds will be out of the southeast. So... This has tremendous significance, especially for Chicago, because there might be a lake component to the wind every single day of this heat, which could mean that Chicago might not get any of it. You know, places well inland in the Chicago metropolitan area, like Kankakee, will likely see temperatures mid to upper 80s. The National Weather Service for Chicago is saying temperatures well inland going into the mid 90s. They're saying that it's a good chance because of the dry air, temperatures could go into the mid-90s. The peak of the heat is in western Illinois, eastern Iowa, right along the Illinois-Iowa border. That's the peak. It's not the places further south. It's Then you, temperatures kind of go down, but not that much. Low 90s expected up in the northern parts of Wisconsin. What's totally amazing is that we have a southeast wind, but you still have these cities which have a lake to the southeast of the city up north. Temperatures are still forecasted to get into the upper 80s and low 90s, even up there. Chicago's not, you know, especially when you get close to the lake. But It could be, you know, it's very hard to forecast those things, but a southeast wind, usually it's always southwest, and that's probably because of the low pressure off the east coast. Usually what brings in our heat and humidity, especially by the month of June, is the Bermuda high pressure. It all originates with the Bermuda high, high pressure that situates itself off the southeast portions of the United States. It brings a south-southwest flow across a large part of the country. This includes Baltimore, and many, many cities get hit at the exact same time. And actually, it no longer becomes a west to east weather map, believe it or not. There's a period of time in the year where it's actually a south to north weather map or a north to south. That's when the jet stream weakens a lot. This time of the year, you go into the summer months, and then it all becomes, where is the Bermuda High? And then there's an extension of the Bermuda High that usually develops over in the mid part of the country around the Texas area. So we don't have that right now. In fact, what's going on in the southeast part of the country is not a clockwise wind. That's what would be happening with the Bermuda High. We have a counterclockwise. So the entire air mass, all of it, is coming from elsewhere. So we don't have that. the air coming over the Gulf of Mexico, moving up north. It's just an area right in the middle part of the country. Temperature is going way up in New Orleans, Louisiana, because it's going to be really dry until finally the high humidity moves in by Thursday. I know there's a lot more to say, and it's a very fascinating weather map because it's unique because of the southeast winds and, and the dryness of the air. And what's also unique is just the way it's not uniform. It's going from, you know, you have heat, a little bit of some peak heating down south. Temperatures generally, though, remain in the upper 80s. Then temperatures soar up into the mid-90s around the Illinois, Iowa area. Temperatures kind of drop a little bit, upper 80s, low 90s. But And also with the dew points, you have the dew points kind of drop. They stay in are like in the mid-60s on the Gulf Coast. They drop into the mid or upper 50s around the western Illinois, eastern Iowa area, which is actually in the Midwest Corn Belt. Kind of strange for it to drop over there. And then the dew points start to go back up. As you head into Canada, dew points go up into the mid-60s, and we have places which are going to officially be humid all the way up in Canada. So a very unique weather map, and there's probably – you could find these types of situations you know it's not just one thing unique it's a whole domino effect and to figure out all of the dominoes uh, we only got to maybe the third domino and there's probably many many more which perhaps if there's time we will have another episode on that and if there's not time uh, we also might (laughs) we also might have an episode on that so um, anyways for now people who love the summer can prepare for a week starting as early as Tuesday already for places in iowa and eventually moving covering by thursday it's solid on thursday you have temperatures in the 90s upper 80s and 90s over a very large portion of the area the environmental canada it starts issuing heat advisories when the temperature is 30 degrees celsius or higher which is 86 degrees fahrenheit so you're going to have a lot of places in canada under a heat advisory it's this part of the country it's called a rex block weather pattern although that patterns breaking down uh, and that's when we start to get the heat actually so it's not the pacific northwest really it's right around here indications are according to long-term weather forecasters i think this came from the st louis national weather services that we return to a below normal weather pattern for next week and again none of this might be felt in the Chicago area because these are southeast winds so uh, but very close to Chicago we will be seeing some serious summer heat and perhaps at times perhaps in Chicago uh, perhaps anyways I wish everyone a great week enjoy it's dry again so enjoy the outdoor enthusiasts will love it the farmers it's even good There's even some good that comes out of it for farmers, but realize we are in the beginning stage of a drought here in the Midwest. You've been listening to the podcast Weather with Enthusiasm. We have two things going on. We have evaporative cooling, and we also have dynamic cooling. And the two are coming together to produce a major snowstorm in the deep south. The only time you could blame cold air on climate change is when it's a result of the stratosphere warming, which is what causes all the Arctic air to come down south. The way to get a six-inch snowstorm here in the Midwest and in the Southern Plains has always been you need three ingredients. It's hard to believe the numbers that are being forecasted. Several additional feet of snow is expected by Monday morning. Yes. Wow. We have a special guest on our show. Uh, what is your name? 27.1 barometric mm-hmm. pressure feet of snow are falling in Japan. Oh That's my God. Spot. That's a time of celebration. Just Google weather with enthusiasm and they're all going to come up. Monday, May 29th. We're in the midst of one of the most fascinating weather patterns to those that are that have an interest in summer heat and the way that the Solar insulation works on planet Earth, which is something very spectacular. A very interesting situation with the sun, places which get the strongest and most direct sunlight in the summertime, those are not the places which are receiving the most solar insulation, especially around June 21st. It actually is the North Pole that's receiving the most solar insulation around June 21st, and that's due to the very, very long days. A very spectacular setup. Uh, That changes, however. It's not true for the whole summer. There is an area, you know, there's the solar insulation increases as you go up in latitude, but only to about 44 degrees north latitude or so. Then it goes way down, but then it starts to go up again as you approach the Arctic Circle. So it's something fascinating, and you could see the atmosphere reflect this in terms of the air temperatures. The temperatures right now, actually, it's all about cloud cover. The areas which are receiving the clouds, the areas in the south, we have rain over Texas. We have a a widespread storm system over in the southeast portions of the United States. That's keeping things really cool down there. Something which is extra fascinating on the weather map today and for this week is the fact that much of the country will be receiving northeast winds and east winds and southeast winds due to a strong high-pressure system off in the New England area. This is what's going to be bringing the warm air even into Arkansas. It's the strong high-pressure in New England with its northeast winds, its east winds, and its southeast winds. In fact, different cities will be having different wind directions, but it's all a result of this high-pressure system in the New England area bringing temperatures going well into the 80s and eventually going into the 90s. This is something which resembles more of a desert southwest weather pattern. This is something which you would see in the desert southwest, the northeast winds. In fact, in Los Angeles, they're called Santa Ana winds. Those are the winds which bring in hot, dry air into the region. This is something that usually does not happen here in the Midwest. In fact, in the Great Lakes, it's super fascinating. This Great Lakes area, will be seeing the same thing. You go into Wisconsin, temperatures going into the upper 80s and low 90s, despite the fact that a freezing cold lake, Lake Michigan, which has water temperatures, you know, they're going up into the 50s by the Chicago shore, but we have water temperatures. The last I checked, we still have water temperatures down at 39. That was a week ago. I would imagine that they've risen by now, but you have really cold lake water temperatures, and you have winds coming off the lake. This time around, the winds are coming off the lake, but only the immediate lakeside areas are getting cold because of those winds. Right when you go a few miles inland, the heat starts building up, and it's heat. Temperatures in Green Bay, Wisconsin, temperatures going into the upper 80s, perhaps even low 90s, and it's the St. Louis National Weather Service that explains this so well. The following comes from the St. Louis National Weather Service, Monday, Memorial Day, May 29th, 2023. Oh, this is the whole thing over here. This is unbelievable. And toward the end of the week, extended model guidance suggests that high pressure will expand across the Great Lakes and into the Mississippi Valley region. This will spread easterly low-level flow into the area. While typically easterly flow is accompanied by cooler temperatures, the persistence of a 585-plus decimeter 500 mb ridge across the upper great lakes will mean that the air spreading into the area from the east is likely to be slightly warmer and drier than the air mass it will be replacing in addition it will continue our extended warming trend into the weekend precipitation chances are less certain but ensemble favor a slight reduction in precipitation chances towards the end of the weekend and into early next week We currently have a severe thunderstorm watch, which is in effect for parts of Nebraska, even some areas in Colorado. These severe thunderstorms, as of an hour ago, were producing 70 mile-per-hour wind gusts along with large hail. Roads were becoming slush covered. The National Weather Service in Cheyenne, Wyoming, has warned residents to drive as if the, the same way they would drive in snow. Unbelievable. They said, do not stop suddenly. The hail is becoming deep. This is really incredible. stuff. Off. Uh, we're gonna th- this is even before the watch was issued there were a couple of warnings issued we have golf ball size hail which already fell in some of these counties in the actually this was issued by both the Rapid City South Dakota National Weather Service service in the Cheyenne Wyoming uh, the, nor- the storm prediction center in Norman Oklahoma however is only with the watch has only included counties in Nebraska with three counties in Colorado as well we also have an air quality alert which is in effect for the st louis area and for the chicago area due to high ozone for the st louis area it's been in effect already for the past couple of days chicago it's something new it just went into effect a couple hours ago and we also have many other locations as well included in that this is in effect due to high ozone and uh, air particulates And they are telling people that active children could be affected along with those who have asthma and other things similar to that. We have currently, we mentioned there's a heavy rain system in the southeast portions of this country. We also have another low pressure system taking place in the desert southwest. We have warm and humid conditions taking place across the plains that's providing the fuel for the thunderstorms. That's the result of a south flow actually coming from the Gulf of Mexico, producing the higher humidity. That south flow actually will be moving over to the Midwest over the next couple of days, but the east and northeast flow will then take over. So the east-northeast flow is over many locations right now as we speak, it's still producing very warm weather. The more southerly winds will come in for some areas in the Midwest as we go through in the week, producing higher dew points according to some computer models, like the Icon computer model, which is the German model, uh, or it might be the Switzerland, I'm not sure. Uh, th- that tends to be extremely accurate with temperatures and perhaps with dew points as well. So, they're forecasting temperatures and dew points in some locations to go into the low to mid 60s on the Iowa Illinois border. Uh, th- that would be the dew points with temperatures going into the upper 80s and low 90s. The European computer model, however, is showing temperatures significantly hotter than that for a place like Burlington, Iowa, and Davenport, I- Iowa. If that's how you pronounce it, I'm not sure. It's right on the border of Illinois and Iowa towards the Missouri area where temperatures are forecasted to go into the upper 90s according to the European computer model for a couple days this week. In fact, seven consecutive days with temperatures in the lower to upper 90s is expected for some of those counties according to the European computer model. The reason why the European computer model has temperatures getting so hot is because they have the dew points so low. Other computer models show lower temperatures but higher dew points. So we have this, that's the situation. It really doesn't seem like it's going to be anywhere close to, it's not like heat advisory criteria or anything like that, at least in this country. Environmental Canada, as we've mentioned previously, they have lower standards for issuing a heat advisory. It just has to be 30 degrees Celsius or higher. So there's likely going to be places in Canada that will be under uh, some type of a heat advisory. The Minneapolis-Minnesota National Weather Service this has worded their forecast discussion uh, in a way that tells you very clear that we're headed straight into the summer season head first with not just the summer heat, but also an extended spell of summer heat, nothing dangerous, but just great swimming weather as temperatures hit to go into the low 90s for a couple days over there, but even more than a couple of days, when you consider the days where temperatures are from the mid 80s to low 90s, you have several days of that, and we have a very nice warm air mass here in the Midwest, and everyone, I everyone enjoy the Chicagoans may not be getting it unfortunately at least if you're in the Lincoln Park Zoo perhaps the Brookfield Zoo they might be getting it because they're further inland so places further inland the Chicago National Weather Service says temperatures will be going into the 90s but closer to the lake you can see the computer models keep those temperatures in the 70s And if you look in the windy.com app, you'll see that the lake water temperatures seem to be in the 50s on the Chicago shoreline with a minimal lake water temperature of 41 degrees well out into the lake. The warmest lake water temperatures, according to the app, if this is accurate, is actually by the Green Bay, Wisconsin area and along the Chicago shore. I wish everybody a great Memorial Day and have a wonderful week.